Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So watch your head. It's time for... I never saw that. Hey, what's up, Micah? Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Good, good, good. Yeah. This is our new segment, Small Talk. Oh, no. Awkwardness. No, no. Uh, I'm going to open the show by thanking our patrons because oh, cool. um, we were going to do it last week and I have the list in front of me and I want to start the show with it instead of ending it. Because this way we don't forget. We don't forget and it's so important and so everyone will hear it this way. Yeah, and the whole time you can think of all the names that Jen's about to read as we're talking and thank them for what you're hearing. Okay, or you could hear these names and go, man, I want to be on that list. I want to be cool too and, yeah, you know, do that. help support these people make this show. Yeah. That I listen to. Anyway, Mike Snyder. Mike. Phyllis Shelton. Phyllis. Mike Streeter. Mike. I feel like I have to keep going now because I did it for... Pat Mobley. Pat. Linda Ford. Linda. Tasha Crow. Tasha. Leah Ray. Leah. Kylan Karp. Kylan. Amy Franklin Rhodes. Amy. Mel Beiser. Mel. Brandy Pavar. Rachel Earl and Jessica McKimmy. Rachel. Thank Jessica. you all so much. I'm sorry I talked over it. She sped up. Everyone heard that. It was her fault. Um. Yeah. Thank so, you for your support. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. It's really thank sweet you and kind. So much. We mean it. I mean, we mean it. Well, we do mean it, but I mean, it means a lot to us <laughs> is what I was uh, attempting to say. Well, now that sounds like bullshit. No, really. <laughs> really, guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, so we are almost done with the head. We have this week and then one more episode next week. Yeah, it's the penultimate episode. And I got to say, like, I'm, I've am i been loving it, but I'm also really excited to move on to something else. Yeah. Because I just don't have that much to say about it anymore. Right. But. Um, so it's going to be a real short episode. This might be <laughs> such a short episode. <laughs> but it's still an episode and we're putting them out there every week. We're doing it. Micah. Wait, are you? Which and we're making a podcast. Oh, okay. Ooh, make sure it. you check out our sex podcast, also called I Never Saw That. We have a real problem with people finding it, though, because it has the same name. Don't name two different podcasts the same thing. It gets mm-hmm. confusing. Mm-hmm. Sage. Especially when you send, try to send one to your grandma, and then she gets the wrong feed. You have a lot of questions to answer the next time you visit her, you know? <laughs> Okay. Did that happen? Because neither of us have grandmas anymore. Well, I still have a grandma. I still have two grandmas. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, I still have them in a in a sense. They'll always be with me. Okay. But you sent your dead grandmas like episodes of our podcast? Yeah, that might be part of the problem. Fuck. This is, <laughs> this is so bad already. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh, God. Okay. Well, um... Let's just jump right in. So anyway, the head episode six nope. is called oh, Night Raid, nope. which sounds kind of oh, like Rite I think Aid. You're forgetting something? 
I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Well, you're intentionally then trying to skip something. No. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. Well, then I've got uh, good news and bad news. Which do you want first? I can't imagine that you have good news. I just don't believe you at all. <laughs> well, which which do you want first? I think that your good news is going to be something like, we're doing another family circus. <laughs> is that it? Which do you want oh, first? Oh, I bet it's it's one panel. Is that the good news? I want the good news. You want the good news first. The good news is we have a new comic that we've never <gasps> talked about before on Seeing the Funny Papers. That is kind of exciting. I think. I went through the wiki today. Thank you, wiki administrator. Yeah, thank you to the wik- wikis to do that the the wikis so uh do you want the bad news now so the bad news isn't just the actual comic no it's not what do you mean is the bad news that the comic sucks well the bad news is several um, panels it's the inverse of what i thought the good news september 18th 1994 is a sunday all right sweet so we got we've got eight panels so great you ready? No, I'm happy about it. I'm going to start with panel number one just to make it easier on you. And because that's how these comics that's usually how go. you always do it and how everyone always would do it. Yeah. Um, so the comic this week is Dennis the Menace by Hank Ketchum. Huh. You're not, you're not as excited as I thought you'd be. Dennis the Menace. Oh, it's I classic, mean. classic, right? Yeah, sure. All right. How come I don't recognize the name Hank Ketchum? That makes me feel bad or weird because, like, I'm so familiar with Dennis the Menace. Why don't I know the artist's name? Because you don't care about creators or people that create art. Mm, you that's only, true. You're only in it for yourself when you're reading the comics. You're I'm selfish. not one of Hank Ketchum's patrons. I will no, tell you that. No. I wonder if he has a Patreon. Carry on. In heaven. Um, Is he dead? Do you know that oh, for sure? probably. No, I mean, not for sure, but God, he's got to be 300 years old at this point, right? Just please. Okay, Dennis the Menace. So um, remember last week how I did a bunch of research? I do. Oh, no, you did that again? That's the the other good news is I didn't do any research oh, good. this yeah. time. So I don't remember the neighbor's name. Do you remember the neighbor? Mr. Wilson? Mr. Wilson. I didn't even have to do research. Come you on. Know okay. So in the first panel, we were in Mr. Wilson's kitchen. And you can see the table. Um, it's just a, you know, dining room table. And there's a chair with the little spindles on the back. You know, like the arc, the back of the chair is like a curved piece of wood, like an oval type thing. Then there's dowels that go down on the back for the back of the chair. Mr. Wilson is, he has that male pattern baldness, you know, the ring mm-hmm. of hair around on mm-hmm. the side. And he's got the big round face, bulbous nose, extra chins. Mm-hmm. Um, his brow is all furrowed like it always is. Um, he's reading the paper and he has mustache? a little cup of coffee. He has a mustache, right? Yeah, there's like a, yeah, there's a little hint of a mustache under his nose. You can't really, just peeks out the sides of the nose. Mm. He's wearing a, a, like a sweater that has a diamond pattern on it and big lapels, big collar with buttons. It's like a cardigan, I guess. You can kind of see it open on the front. Uh, you can see the buttons of his shirt underneath it. And he's reading the paper. He's got a cup of coffee. His hand is holding the coffee cup and his pinky is like curved really weird, like a talon almost. It looks really bizarre. Um, and Dennis is next to him, uh, you know, down at elbow level. He's looking up at Mr. Wilson standing there and he says, when you were a kid, did you drive your parents crazy? And crazy is in all caps, you know, because he's like, he emphasized that word. And Mr. Wilson says, never. 
I was a model child. Models in all caps on that one. I just want you to get the full effect. <laughs> I'm being totally. Did you notice I was not saying anything yeah, at all? Yeah, you're just looking at me with like, like I a just death wanted stare. to know what would happen if I was silent throughout this segment. Uh, like, didn't say a single word. Okay, I misinterpreted that look because I thought you wanted to know when I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and, <stop laughs> and if it could be sooner. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah you did interpret it correctly. Um, I I was taking a little bit of a nap when you were describing okay, the chair, good. but I'm now, I got it. I know. So if you were taking notes second on this, panel. you would have written a kind of spaced out. Second right panel. Then. Second panel. It's a close up on Mr. Wilson and he's got his hand in front of his mouth like he's saying, shh, you know, like mm-hmm. one finger, but, um, and he, he's one eyebrows raised and he's looking down at, at Dennis and he says, I was seen and not heard. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Milford Academy. Yeah. Third panel. Um, Now Mr. Wilson is standing up, pontificating, his hands on the back of the chair. One hand is up with his finger raised and his chin's, his chin's up, you know, his nose is in the air. And it says dot, 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 always well behaved. Okay, we get it, dude. Dennis is at his feet, you know, with his hands in his pockets. Dennis is always wearing those overalls. Um, And now we see Miss Wilson. And she's in the foreground. We just see her, like, you know, from behind, kind of a little bit profile. And she's got that white hair with the wavy lines in it, you know. Um, And she has a dress on. I'm assuming it's a dress because she's one of those old-fashioned types. All we can see is her shoulder, basically, in this. But it's the pattern on it has little circles. It's a dark dress with circles, and she has a white collar. What panel is this? This is the third panel. Okay. How many Um, are there? Eight. Fuck me. So now we're on to the fourth panel. And um, it's a profile of Mr. Wilson, kind of a medium shot. And his nose is still in the air. He's still feeling very, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Superior. Pompous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got his coffee in one hand and he's pinching the handle just with his forefinger and and thumb. Hmm. And he has a, a saucer in the other hand, like he's getting up to, to walk over to the sink or something. But I like the little touch that I like. There's steam rising from his coffee cup, and it's like a continuous stream that goes off to the side. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Oh, that sounds nice. And in this one, he says, well-mannered. Right. Obviously. Okay. I could see that coming. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, fifth panel. Because manners have something to do with holding a teacup with two fingers. Mm, and having your pinky out, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, fifth panel. We're on the second row now, Jen. So we're halfway there. Fucking God. Um, This one is all silhouette. Mr. Wilson is in silhouette and Dennis is standing below him. You see the full body of Mr. Wilson. He's standing with his pose, his pose, his toes, (laughs) toes pointing Mm -hmm. opposite directions, you know. And he's got one hand down. His nose is still up in the air. That's apparently how he talks. (laughs) Um, And his hand is out to Dennis's face. He's holding it up. (laughs) And Mr. Wilson says, (laughs) <laughs> Never ate between meals. Oh, God, Which, he sucks so Is that a he, thing that they used to tell kids they couldn't do? Don't eat between meals? such a fucking bummer, man. No. I mean, yeah, sure, yes. Like you'll but, ruin your appetite type stuff? Yeah. Or? I don't know. Okay. He's the next so shot, fucking boring. Next panel, six, panel six, we're out of silhouette now. And for some reason, we're looking right at Mr. Wilson's crotch. Just a tight oh. shot. 
I mean, it's not a tight shot, but like it's... Like just his crotch? No, it's it's really weird. I see so, Dennis is standing yeah, next to Dennis them. Yeah, Dennis is standing on the right. Mr. Wilson's standing in the middle. And Miss Wilson is standing behind him. And little she has little heels on. And her dress comes down just below the knee. And she has an apron on, I can tell. Um, <sighs> Mr. Wilson's pants are dark, like slacks. And he's got little dress shoes on. Dennis is, as I said, he's wearing those overalls and that striped shirt. Like, yeah, why are does. you now describing what they're wearing? Like six, you know, I just five like to spread in. it out a little bit. No, I don't like you know? it. Okay, so um, so we're on yeah, his crotch. We, we so. just see from the waist down on the adults, just so we can see Dennis looking up at them with his hand on his mouth. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Wilson, De- still wait. pontificating, says, "Does he have an erection, my No, God? no, but there's something going on in there. It's like." <laughs> I'm not sure if we're looking at the Oh, come on. Front you have to let me see it. No, oh, it's just weird. You're not sure if it's There, There are lines and... pointing down. I mean, it might be. I, you can kind of see his junk a little bit. There's mm. just, like, there's way too much detail there. Okay. I know they couldn't just draw it straight and not have, not have like, a Barbie flat front thing because people would be like, that doesn't even look like pants. What's going on? But mm-hmm. I think he overcorrected because there's too many lines. Could you, drew, you just take a screenshot of that you panel so I can see lines, it? too many lines, Hank. Yeah, I'll Please. do that. I'll do that later. Great. Um, okay. And he says, and always went to bed the first time I was asked. I have a prediction. Do you? Yeah. We'll save it for, because this is the seventh panel coming up. So save it for the, okay. before the eighth, all right? So in the seventh panel, again, we see Dennis standing there. And this time, Mr. Wilson is bending over with his arm around Dennis. And he's pointing at his face with the other hand. And he says, and I never made my parents lose their temper. Okay? Made my parents lose their, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, now what's your prediction? Well, I just think Mrs. Wilson is going to say something that, like, oh, really? you know, counteracts all this sh- bullshit he's Yeah, saying. what is it? What do you think she's going to say? Uh, She's going to say, like, I found your dirty socks on the, you know, in the bowls or something. In the bowls. You know what I mean? I found- gonna, like, something- you think Miss Wilson is going to say, I found your dirty <laughs> socks in the bowls. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, something like that for sure. Like, you know, like, uh. Dennis about how Menace, he the doesn't, well-known absurdist how, comic. How he doesn't help clean up or Puts he eats cookies or something. It's going to be something. Dirty clothes in the bowls. Yeah. Okay. Eighth panel. You ready? Mm-hmm. You were close. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, we see Mr. Wilson walking away and his eyes are kind of closed. I'm not sure if he's overhearing this and get, getting angry like he does or if he's just like done and walking away. Mm-hmm. But in the background, we see Mrs. Wilson. And she covered, she's like got her hand whispering up to Dennis. like this, whispering to Dennis. But uh-huh. she's doing it. She's covering her hand. Mr. Wilson's like over here and she's covering, she's covering with her hand the opposite way. So it doesn't. Oh, it I just, love when they do that. Yeah. It just kind of shows that I'm, I'm telling a secret, but it's yeah. totally ineffective. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dennis is looking up at her. She's clearing a plate and she says, they say the memory's the first thing to go. Okay, yeah, so I was right. You were pretty close. Well, you weren't right. I wouldn't say you were well, right. But... I just knew she was going to say something that yeah. was going to contradict what he right. was saying. And I do have it's to say, much worse it was than better what... than what you. No, said. whatever. Mine would have been hilarious. <laughs> and that's it. That's the eighth panel. Dennis the Menace. I mean, I... let's be fair. Let's back up. It is a punchline. And it's, it is technically you know, a punchline. It's a punchline and it's a joke. And it actually is funny. Like, that's a. That's... For a like daily comic strip, that's that's pretty funny. Well, it was a Sunday, so I mean, I don't, 
That's what you'd expect. That's I what mean, you're paying the big bucks for on Sundays. It's you know? what you'd expect, and that's the problem, isn't mm. it? That's the ultimate problem, is that the the joke is very predictable, even mm-hmm. if you don't know specifically what she's going to say. Like, you might have thought she was going to say something about the socks in bowls, but it's the same spirit. Yeah. The spirit yeah. of the thing. What I just you realized know, is when I read the comics, unoriginal. usually when I'm consuming the comics, I thought originally when I came up with a segment that it was going to be a, a perfect facsimile of the experience of reading the comics in every way for you. You know? You did? Yeah. That's, That's what I'm trying to recreate. Because it's a visual <laughs> medium, just, which we do mention but, every single week. What I just now realized is... That I can't see it? That when you read the comics, usually... You go pretty fast. It's like panels one to eight, like boom, 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 boom. And it you don't take the time to think, where's this story going? What's the punchline going to be? Mm. With me describing it to you in sickening detail. <laughs> that is the best adjective. Yeah. It gives yeah. you more time for your mind to wander and come up. You know, you're not as caught up in the action-packed narrative and the back and forth of the mm-hmm. dialogue, mm-hmm. you know. You're saying also, though, that you have time to predict what the joke yeah, is going to be? Yeah, I don't think that I needed the time. I don't think I needed... You think you would have seen this one coming? Anything that you have offered here mm. in order to to figure that out. Okay. I mean, as soon as his wife showed up, it was like, oh. She's going to say something. You know? It's like Chekhov's Miss Wilson, right? It's just, uh, Yep. It's a lot like that. Okay. Um, so Dennis says only one thing that whole yeah. time. Dennis just has the opening line. <laughs> he kind of sets up Mr. Wilson for his blathering on. Did you ever see any of the Dennis the Menace movies? No. Was there more than one? Maybe just one. Who was in it? Uh, Dennis? No, for real. Who? I don't know. Some little kid. Some little when blondie. When was that movie? Was that in the 90s? Oh my God. I'm. It probably was. I feel like it was later, but... I think we're going to have to look for that. Man, if there was a comic strip movie that came out in the 90s, you know, like a la Garfield, for yeah. example. I know those were I'm later. Sure there but... has to be something. Oh, Dennis man. the Menace might be the one. We may have just stumbled upon a... Gold mine of shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that'd be accurate. I don't know if I want to watch that. I've heard it's bad. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't want to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, well, I sure don't have anything else to say about that comic. Cool. Me neither. Thanks, Hank. See you in the funny paper soon. So episode six of The Head. Yep. Episodes 11 and 12 within the show. Uh-huh. We're talking about Night Raid. Night is spelled N-I-T-E and Rescue. Which, I, which is why I keep seeing Night Raid as like Rite Aid, because right. like really similar, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. Was Rite Aid even around back then? I don't know. It's weird. Night Raid. Why did they spell it like that? I, I don't know. Okay. So this is, as we said, the penultimate episode. They really got to set up for the finale in these two. Do you feel like they pulled it off? Well, once you start telling me what happened, I can answer that question. Okay. <laughs> we did watch these earlier today. Today. Yeah, I was going to point um, that out. Sometimes we watch things and then we'll record a different night, sometimes even two or three nights later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this was yeah. just a couple hours ago. I mean, I'm looking at my notes and I can... Mm, 
Yeah, my notes don't tell a lot of the plot, really. Why don't you start with what you think happened at the beginning? Do you want to read? How about if we do our first note again, and then I'll tell you what I think. Okay, first note. Oh, so we go three, two, one, and then... Sure. Okay. Three, two, one... Jim's Why would head being captured small. make their heads shrink? I like that they don't even attempt to make things make sense. All right. So we did, we did comment on the same thing, which Kinda, is the fact yeah. that Jim's head is small. And, and the way they explain it in the beginning is that it must be because Roy got captured by the feds. Yeah, because that's what because, happened to Madeline. Yeah, when, when, Gork Ma- when Gork got feds. captured by the feds, her head shrink. Yeah, they don't <laughs> bother I, to explain anymore about I that. I absolutely adore that about this show, yeah. that, they, that they are... Fully intentionally leaning into there is nothing like, no, we're not going to explain this. Yeah. No, none of this makes sense, dude. Like, it's a, it's a universal it. constant, Jen. It's like the speed of light, you know. Yeah, you get true. captured by the feds. Right. No matter where in the universe you are, you cap- get captured by the feds, somebody's head shrinks. So I'll tell you what I remember happening. Um, I know that he goes to see Dr. Beavis. Next, and, and well, Doctor Axel is his actual name. We like yes. to call him Doctor Beavis yeah. because he looks like Beavis. But you, you don't, you're not going to bother to explain why they go. Yeah, I'm going to, but oh, okay. I'm just. He goes because, um, now that his head has shrunk, he has no equilibrium or balance, and so he keeps falling over. Yeah, he can't walk. Anywhere. It's quite funny. So they say we need to go to the doctor. Madeline right. says I need to take you to the doctor, and it's very funny because Doctor Axel's like. Hmm. The shock must have thrown your equilibrium all out of whack. And Jim's like, is there a medical term for that, doctor? Madeline says that, I think, but yeah. Okay, whatever. Point is, <laughs> somebody says, is there a medical term? And Dr. Axel's like, no, none that I'm aware of. But both of luckily, us were like, um, it's vertigo? Luckily, I have a contraption that I just rigged up for just such this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just such an emergency. So this is not a medical condition right. that he knows of, but he did just rig this contraption. It's vertigo is yeah. what they're describing. But I've had vertigo. you skipped over a very important part because this episode goes back and forth a whole bunch. Okay, but I was going to talk about how I had vertigo. Okay. And so. Is that it? You had it? It was awful. It yeah. was the worst. It was And terrible. I had it for months and it was the worst thing ever. Anyway, what did I, what did I skip? Well, they show um, Roy. Roy got captured by the feds. Yeah, and he's so tied he, up like Gork next yeah, to Gork. Yeah, he's tied to a table next to Gork, and he calls, he recognizes Dr. Elliot, and he calls him a lunatic and a maniac and all these other things, and Dr. Elliot's face gets bright red. Yeah. And he gets so mad, and for the first time on the show, his eyes open. Yeah, his eyes open a bunch in this episode. We've never yeah. seen his eyes. He always has his, he, his eyes closed. So before Madeline and Jim go see Dr. Beavis, or Dr. Axel, mm-hmm. um, Jim is like all downtrodden and is like, well, now the earth's going to be taken over and this is the worst thing. This is terrible because mm-hmm. Roy's gone and my head shrunk and I can't walk. This is horrible. And he's worried about Roy. And also. she says he's lost his confidence because Roy's gone. And she's like, mm-hmm. haven't you learned anything from all this? Mm-hmm. You need to fight. They need you. Roy couldn't have done this without you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of important. It is true. And I mean, I did notice that his response was like, there was no hesitation. He just was like, he does need me. Yeah. Whereas earlier in the show, like his character for sh- such a short show and few episodes, he really has evolved quite a bit. Yes, he has. So back to your vertigo thing really quick. I just wanted to ask you, because I was there. I remember 
going to the emergency room with you and going to the... I had to drive you everywhere I for I could not a while. stop throwing up the first... Oh, my God. It was horrible. We were in Oregon. Yeah. Visiting my family and you spent the whole time in the emergency room throwing up. It was terrible. Um, but I don't remember the doctors ever... Putting a contraption on my yeah, head like yeah. that helped me balance. Right. Yeah, that is strange and that they Jim, wouldn't have tried that. It's just a... There's like a little half... It's like a box like contraption thing that clamps onto the top of his head and on top of it is a cube that says 80 pounds on it <laughs> 80 pounds 80 pounds i didn't notice that, that would, your neck would just snap i mean you could hold it for a while 80 but come pounds on. 80 pounds well i wonder if that's how much his head weighed it's when it was just an 80 pound block for the top of his head which oh yeah i guess that makes sense he's just yeah i mean adding back the weight yeah you didn't put that together i with my situation they um they just wrapped me up in duct tape, and so, and like over your mouth, so you'd stop puking. All, all over. That doesn't. They wrapped duct tape, uh, all over the place to try to like, you know, keep keep me together. Oh, is that because we went to the dollar store clinic? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It was like in that alley, you know, mm-hmm. by the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our insurance didn't work in Oregon, so we had to go to the dollar store clinic. Yeah, and oddly, that doctor was named Dr. Beavis. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's weird. Huh. Anyway. Anyway, the the human anomalies have a meeting, and Jim tells them what's up. Yeah, and Mona shows up. Yeah, and they're like the... And then lawnmower guy calls Ray. her a bitch. Yeah, Ray does a swear. some pretty uh, uh, shocking language. What did you do with Roy, you... Bitch! Watch your mouth, bladehead. I mean, it was harsh, but she did get Roy captured. I know. I just was surprised. Yeah. Um, but she's there to help them because she's she comes clean. She's like, I love him, and um, I am a, was, I'm yeah. a secret agent, but mm-hmm. I can help you. Here are the blueprints of I the have lab. The blueprints <laughs> of the lab where they're hiding him. Oh my god, I lost it. All the when agents she pulled have out those. The probably. blueprints. Holy shit! That was so. F- fucking good yeah i just happened to have again just absurdity with no explanation beautiful love it yeah it's as... like it's like how dr elliot <laughs> in the last episode fired a missile at the cabin like yeah. why would this guy have access to missiles he wouldn't he works with the feds yeah but anyway all scientists I lo- that work I with really, the feds really, have missiles i really love that about this show um so then we see a news blast. Oh my god, I love Pesquale's news reports. Yeah. I love them. News blast. The National Space Exploration Program has come under severe criticism in recent years, but all of the money and effort may finally be paying off. At great expense, News Blast has obtained these exclusive images from their orbiting super telescope. After image enhancement done by our top News Blast artists, the picture becomes horrifyingly clear. And they keep showing, they keep seeing like blurry things in space. People all over the world are seeing blurry things in space. But when they enhance it, um, they show. <laughs> and we had this enhanced by an artist. Yeah. And it's just an artist rendering it's a, a UFO. perfectly clear, like, yeah, yeah, like, like a flying saucer. Flying saucer, yeah. So then it cuts to two aliens in a spaceship hurtling yeah. towards Earth. Two mm-hmm. like gork-like aliens. Right. And they, I guess that's about it. They're heading towards Earth. 
that's, that's all it. we see at that point. Pretty much. They talk and say some stuff and who cares? They say some stuff in reverse. And once again, we didn't record it yet. So we'll put it at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. There's a whole lot of reverse talk this time because Gork and Roy are tied up next to each other on a table and they have a fight at one point. Yeah, but they talk over each other. I don't reverse. know how you're going to Yeah, it's going to be weird. decode that. Well, I'll just reverse it. Silence, both of you. I just my la- my question at the end of because Doctor Axel is suddenly like like he knows what to do or something. Oh yeah, he, he's like he goes and puts on like this tactical suit with all with these ropes and yeah i was like, like how belt. why is he inspector gadget all of a sudden he just realizes he has to help because they go tell dr Axel i know but too, how but is he pr- i don't know inspector gadget all of a sudden he, he has like all help. these gadgets yeah again okay. so he runs out and he goes to the lab and throws a grappling hook over the, yep. the wall and climbs in yeah and then he gets mad electrocuted and then are we at the end of that episode already? Well, the anomalies also get in the van and head to the lab. And they're all ready to break into. And they they give each other, they split up into groups and they all have walkie-talkies and they give each other code names. Oh, yeah. They have the red team and the gold team. And Jim's like, I'll be red leader, you be gold leader. Just like in Star Wars. Oh, that was from Star Wars? Yeah. Oh. But the very last thing that happens is they're standing outside the lab and these two... Things come up in these like robot looking suits with guns. Oh, yeah. And tell them to stop. But Jen well, recognized the voice right away. Yeah, it was the, fe- it's the feds. It's the feds. It's Smithy and Marshall. It's the, it was the fed. Yeah. It talks like this. You're very good at that. Thank you. And then what we're if I to... talk like that for the rest of the episode? Okay, go for it. Okay, epi- next episode, rescue. Oh, I thought you forgot for a second. I'm not going to do that. It would be so obnoxious. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> I am annoyed because the feds are dicks again. I mean, they were they were dicks anyway, obviously, but they were like rebelling against Dr. Elliot and falling in love with each other. And like, I was like, okay, these guys are going to be cool now. And they're not cool. They're not cool, but they do hate Dr. Elliot. uh, Yeah. And it's not their fault. He I mean, well, whatever, you know, blame in terms of like people who spread misinformation uh, there's a lot of blame to go around, but let's just say they think that what Dr. Elliot has been telling them is true, even though they hate him. Do they? Yeah, they think that. The... No, they think he's crazy and he's going to like. Or no, no, no. Destroy the God. earth or okay. something. Or... Yeah. Okay. So. It... He blew up their cabin. It's the exact opposite of what I just yeah. said. I was trying to come up with a gentle way to break that to you. That no, I once again I had were lying wrong... to you. God, this whole invasion thing is a hoax. It's Elliot. He's the one who wants to take over the world. He tried to kill us. Yeah. And now we've got to activate Plan K one three eight. Destroy the enemy. Yeah. No, they. It's not that they think what he said is true. It's that they think he's completely batshit crazy. Yeah. So they're like, there are no aliens. There are no aliens. Right. I had it backwards. But didn't they see Gork? Weren't they there? Didn't they capture Gork? I'm really confused about that. No. They weren't there? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, they say that they have to activate plan K-138, destroy the enemy, which means Dr. Elliot. Mm. Because he's insane. And Jim says something like, Listen, I'm happy to see you all working out your problems in such a civilized way. 
But in the meantime, we've got to get into that building. And then uh, Ratface kicks their asses. No, first. God, God what are you doing it's when you're just, watching these the next, shows? Well, it's you, not the next thing listen, that happens. Listen, it's the next note I have. You told me to go through oh, my man. notes so we could see how it would go. Before Ratface beats their asses, they fire this dart at Jim. Like a tranquilizer dart or something. Right. And Ivan jumps in front of it to take oh, yeah. the take the hit and rips his shirt open and it goes inside his chest mouth. Yeah. He swallows the dart. Yep. And then he passes out, but he wakes up later. He's fine. So you really thought that was that important to share? It was awesome. It was slow-mo. Ivan took one for Jim, you know? Okay. And then he swallowed the dart in his chest mouth. How could you not mention that? Um, on the alien ship. Yeah. Well, so then Ratface kicks the asses of the feds, and mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet. But then there's a lot of like jumping back and forth between yeah. the alien ship and all over the different places where people are. And um, these two aliens have like a captain or something. He's like a Darth Vader kind of character. Yeah, he has a slightly bigger head. They call him Mine Führer. Oh yeah, that which was, was weird. Yikes. Uh, and he uses the term Dunkoff, which, have you heard that term before? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like someone in my fa- like my mom used to use uh, that yeah, word yeah. maybe or something. Yeah, I think so. Just to mean like dumbass. Uh-huh. Something that I thought about the second episode was, because there's a lot of Dr. Elliot like agonizing. Yeah about what to do because the choice is in his hands and all yeah, that shit. Roy I, and Gork are trying to convince him that... He doesn't know which one yeah, of them is one evil. one of them is good and one's bad and he doesn't know who's lying. I have two beasts within my grasp. One good, one evil. But who is who? To choose, to decide. I greet my fate. The lives of billions and my control. Uh, and I, I think Dr. Elliot's really funny in small doses, and I thought this had too much of him. Yeah, this cuts back and forth between Dr. Elliot, Roy and Gork, and the human anomaly is trying to break in, and the alien spaceship several times. It just keeps jumping back and forth over and over yeah. and over. And every time it goes to Dr. Elliot, it's like three or four times. Yeah. There's these yeah, super dramatic just, angles yeah. like below him or above him. The lighting's really dramatic. He's talking in a really dramatic way, trying to make this decision. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing over and over. Which it's is really maybe, dumb. Pro- maybe supposed to be funny, but I, I, yeah, it yeah, got really it was old. funny, like, he's the second like time. The most the insufferable time. character. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Mona blows up the guard booth. The anomalies are trying to break in. She's got, like, bombs and stuff, and she's they're running around like crazy. They find um, Dr. Beavis, Dr. Axel. Dr. Beavis, all, like, fried up. Yeah, he got the force really... shield. Oh yeah, the force shield. But they have a plan. Electrocuted him. Jim comes up with a plan. Their plan is <laughs> he grabs the mower blade on Roy's oh, head. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Pulls it back and hits the dude with the fishbowl in his mouth mm-hmm. on the back of the head. With the blade? With the blade. The fishbowl But it doesn't bowl... cut his head? No, it's the flat part of it. Yeah. The oh, fishbowl yeah. flies forward yep. and goes through the force shield which explodes right and the fish gets fried naturally and then the guy's on his knees and he's holding the fish and he's like i'm sorry and that's it yeah so it weird. was a weird plan uh i mean it, it was worked. like again like just pure absurdity yeah and then that's it yeah what else happens well they go back and dr elliot's about to decide which alien he's gonna help and 
Gork kind of sees it going the other way. And so he releases himself and just goes inside Dr. Elliot's head. Hmm. So then Dr. Elliot That's grabs right. the orb yeah. and runs outside and the anomalies run outside and they're after him. There's a weird thing where there's a, like a security door closing and Jim sticks his head in there. Gets and his it head stuck in it. So it stays open. Close, uh-huh. so they, prop, they pull it open and he runs out and they're trying to talk to Dr. Elliot and telling him to resist Gork and everything. And then he flies off. Like, takes off like a rocket ship. Yeah. Into the air. He's gone. He has the orb. We're doomed. Yep. And then it's to be continued. Yeah. And then it's there's just one episode left or two mini episodes. So we didn't see the feds again because they were They got their asses out, kicked. I guess. And Ivan remained back in the truck to start putting the machine together. He put the other pieces together. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Elliot took the orb somewhere. Right. Yeah, and they need that orb because they got to put the... I mean, they will get it in the last episode. They'll yeah. get it and they'll it put the to machine together. It with they'll... the supercomputer, which I'm sure they have one in Dr. Elliot's lab. Yeah. So we've got about 20 more minutes to wrap it up. Just two more little mini episodes. Yep. You think they'll be able to do it? Are you on the edge of your seat? No, I I mean, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not on the edge of my seat because, yes, they will be able to do it. They're ah. going to get the orb back, and they're going to put the machine together, and they're going to stop the bad invasion. Uh-huh. Uh, what I don't know is, is Roy going to stick around, or is he going to go back to his planet? I think his planet was destroyed by the Gork aliens. Okay, but so is, is he going to continue living in Jim's head, or is he going to... Stick around know. outside of Jim's head. And, ha- you know, is Jim going to have a normal size head again? Maybe after being here for a while, he'll be able to live outside of Jim's head. Who? Kn- I mean, yeah. The, they could do whatever they... This is the thing that's great about the show. Yeah. They can do literally anything they want because they don't have to explain anything. And I bet he and Mona end up together. Definitely. Which is gross. Which is a little weird. I mean, again, man, no judgment. You know, a little bit of judgment. I mean, they're both like, it's not like she's having sex with like an animal. He's a conscious, like consenting adult. Yeah, and they both have tails. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if she really consented to having him stick his fingers inside her brain and literally massage her brain lobes. No. She didn't because he didn't tell her he was going to do that. He just did it. Yeah, but she was into it. He said, she said, I want you. And that's what that means to him. And she was into it. Okay. Anyway, did you hear that Elon Musk bought Twitter today? Yep. Yeah, I'm really annoyed about it. Yeah. And we don't usually talk about like current events. I mean, we occasionally will touch on things, but like, we usually talk about really old events. I'm really annoyed because his reasoning for it is because it it needs to be a free speech platform. Right. So he wants to loosen the limits of what people can say on there, which yeah. fucking great, man. He so wants then to make Twitter the... is going to become Facebook and misinformation is just going to spread like fucking wildfire. This is what made me think of it is when we were just talking about misinformation a minute ago. Yeah. He wants to make the algorithm completely transparent, which nobody even knows like what that means or how you would do that also twitter has nothing to do with free speech right well he thinks people are being censored and they're they're but but that's the the government is not the government is not censoring anybody no 
So it's not a First Amendment thing. It's it's not a First Amendment thing. I think it's a broader like <sighs> free speech free speech thing. issue, which people that talk about free speech in that way are typically douchebags. Douchebags who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, they think in absolutes and they don't understand. And that's what he said. Apparently, yeah. he's an absolutist. He's a free speech absolutist. Right. How does this fucking asshole have billions of dollars? And I'm sitting here, you know, broke. Well, because his daddy gave him a whole bunch of money from mining profits. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm really upset about it because money. I feel like, really? They got apartheid money? Well, he, I don't know he grew up in South Africa and his dad was a, they owned like mines or something. He was some big industrial dude and he gave him what all his money. What a surprise. Elon Musk has never created or invented anything. He got in on PayPal early. He bought Tesla after it had already started creating cars. Mm. He did SpaceX and got access to all of NASA's spoiled billionaire engineering and, and yeah, yeah. He's just he's stepped in. He's a salesman and he's a con artist. And I'm not saying well, he I mean, hasn't Tesla's done cool and everything, but some interesting things. But he's not like like this revolutionary inventor that right. Everyone he's not a genius. He's not fucking Tony Stark. Like everyone thinks he invented. Like not everyone, but the people that defend him on Twitter anytime anyone says anything bad. Hundreds of these nerds, like, there's that meme where people, like, you know, it's Apu jumping in front of someone and it's, like, mild, mm-hmm. valid criticism of Elon Musk, yeah. some random nerd. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like I'm so angry about how easily, like, just blatant lies are spread. I mean, especially since, like, the election and stuff, like... I mean, Fox News gets to call themselves a news organization, yeah. and they're literally just telling people lies that are then spreading. I mean, it's really fucking dangerous. So I the think, whole this whole idea of like free speech, yeah. people get to say whatever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want, however the fuck they want, no matter how big their platform, no matter the fucking consequences, is so short-sighted and wrong and like... Uh, yeah anyway i'm yeah. just I'm if twitter's really... doing any actual like censoring of anything i think what they've tried and they're doing a shitty job of it they're trying right. to cut down on like Mi- bullying lies. and harassment no I, they don't even bother with that you bullshit. Know, yes they did because that's why trump got kicked right. off i thought but it he took was... them years to get there and it and they do a shitty job of that but what they've tried For to sure. do more like openly and say what they're trying to do is cut down on harassment and bullying and stuff and they do a terrible job of it. And that's the thing that Elon Musk openly says he wants to stop. He wants that stuff to be, people should be free to say whatever they want. And there should be no limits on that. Oh, my God. I hate him so much. Yeah. And I'm not saying Twitter is like great. And, you know, I, I mean, I like Twitter, but I obviously it's a hell It's a fucking fire shitball. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So I'm not saying like, oh, they're taking this it. beautiful thing and turning it into I'm just like. He wants to get rid of all the bots, too, and verify all the humans. I just, said. I'm fucking, I hate, I hate everything, and I want, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that was a weird tangent for us. Yeah. It had nothing to do with anything. Um, and if you're an Elon Musk stan and you're really offended by anything I said, you can just shut up. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> or tweet at, I thought you were going to say me. tweet at me. Yeah, tweet at me, seriously. Tweet at him. Tweet at me. Or you can just shut up. Am I censoring you now? Oh, oh, does that hurt your no. feelings? Free speech. I mean, 
That guy's a douche. Free speech. Um, I guess we talked about Elon Musk instead of Montana this week, and <laughs> okay. that's fine. That's fine. It's just, it's what's on my mind right in this second, and I'm just really frustrated. Yeah. I think we could make a connection, though, to, like, we were talking about his mindset and the way he thinks about things. He's very literal and black and white. <laughs> and I think that... Much like the people... Yeah, yeah. the people that were running the cult in Montana mm -hmm. were also, they were addicts. And so they saw this thing that they were like, we need to help people. We know how to help people because we've been through this. And you're either an addict or you're not. And you're that addicted to everything a, or you're not. That is a good point. Because I, and I have been writing about this, as you all know, probably. Um, but yeah, I was writing about AA and stuff earlier today. And... uh like I really like AA actually. I have I had really good experiences with AA. I I like I like the people who are in AA, a lot of them. Like and it was always a really supportive place where I always felt welcomed and all of that. But it's also like they AA says that if you are active in your addiction or your alcoholism that it will end in one of three things: jail, an institution, or death. And so that's what they preached at this school to like, you know, 13 to 18 year olds. I mean, that's that's really weird because that's I mean, I could think of literally millions of examples of that not being true. Right. So and that's the thing is like then. So everyone was so convinced that I was like this really kind of severe addict. And and I, I do think I have to be really careful with substances but I don't even like the term addict anymore. I don't like it. It is so black and white. And it's so it's also like it, well, there's a lot of problems with it. But, you yeah, know, when I started drinking again and none of those things happened yeah. and there wasn't this dire, you know, death spiral, then I was like, well, OK, so then what else are they lying about? I mean, I guess they do always end in death because... <laughs> everyone dies eventually. Yeah, that's but funny. I'm not trying to say that addiction isn't bad and hasn't ruined lives and stuff, but it's also not black and white. Just like everything it's else in the all. world, it's nuanced and it's complicated. And there right. are billions of different permutations of how it plays out in people's lives. I mean, I think that like what they're talking about are people who are literally, you know, on the streets as a result of their addiction you know, they're in really, really, really dire straits. Like, yeah, if you get to that point, obviously there's a high chance that it could end in one of those things. And to be fair, like, the problem is, the problem with AA and everything that they taught us in Montana is the same problem with, like, Scientology. It's like, it's all your fault, pretty much. Everything is your own mm. fault. And if you're an addict, you're kind of a piece of shit. You know, and if you're active in your addiction, you're a piece of shit. So, and that outlook is just so, so fucked and unhelpful. Yeah. See, I've never, obviously, I haven't been through AA and I don't know as much about it, but. I'm not saying whole, that AA specifically says that. No, I think there's a whole other side of addiction treatment and and people. And I, I thought AA was more on this side often that it's like a disease. And it's not it is. your fault. You're responsible for things that you do and decisions you make. But it's something that you can 
learn to control and get out of. I, and so, what they taught you and what they forced into your brain all the time was that you're a piece of shit and you're garbage and we need to fix you because you're broken. So we're yeah, going to break yeah. you down. Right. So I'm not really speaking. For, I, I'm not speaking for AA at this at this point because I, I don't actually know that they they do see it as a disease. But um, yeah, anyway, the I mean, these people the were... Whole, the whole idea is you can't trust an addict. Yeah. An addict will always put their addiction first. Um, they're manipulative. They're liars. Like, this is why they told us every single every single person who showed up there, they labeled an addict of pretty much everything. And so we were all liars and pieces of shit. So... And when things are binary like that, and when they're absolutist like that, then you can justify doing anything. Right. Like you can justify abusing kids. Well, and it's really harmful because like, you know, when I started drinking again, it was so confusing because I just and and ever since, to be honest, like when I when I do get into that mindset of wondering, like, am I am I an alcoholic because I drink sometimes now? Like, because that's what they would say. And does that mean I'm a piece of shit? And does that mean I'm a liar? And does that mean I'm hurting everyone around me. I mean, I do think people who drink too much do hurt everyone around them. And actually, I have been in that place before. So, you know, I don't know. I, I it's yeah. just it's a it's a everyone has a different path. And so, I think I don't know. I just think everyone has a different path. Anyway, complete sobriety is also not the only, you know, option. I know that it's the best option for a lot of people. But Again, it's not all or nothing. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So our next episode will be our 99th episode. Yeah. And the one that comes after that is the 100th episode because of how counting works. Good counting job. And 100 is a bigger number. It's three digits. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a people do things sometimes when big, big numbers, big round milestone numbers come up. Mm-hmm. And we have something planned that we're not ready to tell you about yet, but it's going to be a special episode. Yeah, we'll it's just put be it fun. that way. It's going to be. Uh, it might not be fun, actually, but it'll be kind of fun. It'll definitely be fun, but it'll be great to listen to. We think so. Stay tuned for that, and thank you again to all of our patrons who we named at the beginning yes, of the episode. Thank you so much. We y'all. really appreciate all your support. It means a lot to us because we took a lot of time off, and. After listening to our episode today, I feel like like I'm getting back into the groove, you know? Like I'm I feel like seeing the funny papers is getting really good again. Do you? You know? Is that how you feel? And I feel like um we're just back in the the rhythm and the routine and it feels sustainable and I like that. So we hope you're yeah. enjoying everything. Yes, and uh, if, if not, you tweet were at me, you know? If on you are a former patron in Twitter by you... Elon Musk. Is that what? what it's called now? Elon Musk's Twitter? Isn't that what oh, you have to God call it okay anyway yes thank you everyone and thank you for listening uh we appreciate you very much that's all i'll say about that uh thanks to grandma cray for our artwork thank you to fifi folios for our internet stuff thanks to minus violet for our music until next time see you in the 90s